Hi, guys, and you are now back to the Hella Queens podcast. This is episode 82, and it's your girl, Dom. Hey, it's B. Hey, it's Omasa. Hey, it's Tiff. Um, so on, thank you. <laughs> thank you guys so much for tuning in with us again. Um, again, we would like to thank all of our listeners on all streaming platforms, but remember we are on YouTube. So if you're not watching us on YouTube, please get with the program because we're giving y'all hella visuals that you need to see. So we please, um, please subscribe, share, comment, uh, repost everywhere. Uh, we are truly grateful for all of our uh, our longtime followers. But yes, please follow us on uh, YouTube. Um, so as we get into our episode, I think we got a great episode. We are going to be joined by some guests today, but we'll get into the main segment a little later. A family um, affair. Yes, we did want to extend our very, very happy wishes to Bianca and her husband on a one-year anniversary. It, it's, it just seems like that year has gone by so fast. Just last year, we was planning a wedding in two weeks. <laughs> a bridal shower. Long weeks. <laughs> <laughs> so I know that, you know, tell us about your first year anniversary, please. Oh, my God. It was so amazing. Like, I don't you even look like it. You glowing and shit. I don't even think I could have, like, even imagine that it would be as great as it was like randomly he calls me and he's just like oh um you know after you have the phone with me just hop in the shower and y'all know me I can't just never follow the races why I'm gonna lay down for a little bit more I'll get in the shower right now. but I know God was oh, you like me in the shower you get in the shower girl just follow that for one day just give him one, one day for one time in my life just just listen goddamn husband to get the goddamn shower so I got in the shower so then he's like, oh, someone's knocking at the door. So I opened the door and I'm like, what the hell? So it was a massage by BWS, massage hey. with the jam. Um, and Wanda was phenomenal. She is so amazing, guys. Like, if you guys book with them, book with Wanda. She was like awesome. And then after that, he sent um a love note and it was like a whole poem. It was so cute. And he was just like, get ready to meet Yana. And I'm like, at this point, I'm in tears. Like, now I'm, like, really crying. Like, oh, my God. So I throw something on. I go downstairs because um, Rico's, like, your driver awaits. <laughs> he, had, he had rented a car, had Rico drive me to all of my appointments. So I get to Yana, I get my makeup done. It was absolutely amazing. She's Yada D. Glam on Instagram. Um, and then the glow God. Yes, the glow God. Um, after that, uh, Rico picked me up some lunch, and then I get another uh, love lunch. Uh, what you eat for lunch? What you eat for lunch? We need food. Right. I don't know for lunch. Soda. Uh, it said Montclair. He brought me back. It's called Soda. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This from Taco is fucking amazing. Maplewood. Maplewood. Whatever. It's got an M. One of the M cities near us. Okay. It's got a for me. <laughs> but I love this from Tacos. It's really good. So I had this shrimp tacos. Um, and then I got another love letter from my husband that's, uh, with an envelope of money uh, for me to go to the mall and pick something up. Unfortunately, you know, I shop online, child, because I don't be nothing in these stores. So I picked up some lingerie. And Ooh. then there was another <laughs> love letter. So when I got home, I changed some of my dress. I didn't wear the dress that I wanted to wear that I um, got for my birthday. I was like, oh, I'll just wait on my anniversary. But 
it was cool. It's still um, amazing. Then when I get to the spot, I'm like, oh, is this is why Rico's like, oh, just wait. And then he comes out with flowers. Uh, I get out the car. He has a photographer there. So I walk yes. in. Yeah. I mean, I did just thought of everything possible. Kudos I mean, it's the first. He better <laughs> I said, you went off. Yes, I get upstairs and there's a um we have a suite with a balcony. It has like um it's like a, a whole like large balcony. So we ate dinner out there. We had a private chef come, mm-hmm. which was all my favorite foods, of course. Steak and lobster. Y'all know I like the whole sea park that big. Listen, feed me. <laughs> feed me. Um, and dinner was absolutely amazing. Uh, that was by the chef up north. Follow him also on Instagram, guys. Food was amazing. And we took pictures. You know, after that, I had to get my husband some sloppy toppy. Oh, hi. He, <laughs> <was nice>. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely <laughs> deserved it. He had earned that one. <laughs> but all in all, just amazing. Like, I just, I, I was just like, imaginable, a marital bliss. Okay. I can't stop smiling. Right. So, right. But it was amazing. It was a it was a great time. I, I could not have asked for a better husband or partner than I have. So Aww, God bless congratulations y'all. again. So, man, for real. God continue to bless that union. That is very yes. important. But you know, just just to be in bliss is is that is just putting a happy spirit in my life because that is just love is great y'all love is beautiful love there's hope for me guys there's hope for me there's hope there's always hope shine the light on don't forget me God listen I see what you I see what you did for my my good Virgo sis don't forget me listen don't forsake your child (laughs) right. No, but y'all have done the work so much. Oh my God, I'm so very proud of you guys. Like I know who he is preparing for both of you is just going to be everything that you guys have worked towards. Mm -hmm. You know, work for, you know, like. Yes, and putting it because people, like we said, they don't do the work and y'all have really been doing the work. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You see me? I see you. Our last episode about relationships have just been, ever since that week, I've just been like, yo, this shit really is a sneaky link era. It's just just horrible. It really sucks. But hey, that's another conversation, honey. (laughs) Yeah, that is. Because, you know, we still got, we still trying to do a part two on that, y'all. Yeah. Part three, part three, three. part three, damn, (laughs) we still have to do another part about that because I think that just talking about relationships, we're not going to go there, but with every generation is something different, right? And then you guys are single in your 30s. So you've, you've been in these different generations of, of dating basically, right? Don't remind me, sis. So no, and I'm just like, there is hope. There is hope. There are other people out there that are like y'all that wants the same things. Yeah. It will happen when it's and when it's supposed to fucking happen. Right. And that's I all I can that. say. God's plan. Okay. Period. I see you. I see you. I see you. I see you. Hope got me. Right. from Bianca. You were in another wedding, weren't you? Yes. Oh, I was, right? Yes, yes. you were. And let's hear about that. On the first, my homegirl stage, you know what? She is a faithful listener and watcher because she is. She does go on YouTube of the show. Her freaking wedding. She was lit. They had Hennessy. 
want to go to like tequila or something something lighter because like sugar content calorie wise you know detox it mixed so well with champagne it does not mix well with champagne that's why i'll be on my ass with the champagne i'll be mean, good the next day hennessy with champagne or douce with champagne i'll be good the next day that tequila had you on your ass that's it it makes me sleepy. So it I depends on what to kill. You can't be out here drinking Patron because Patron not yeah. real tequila. The, the patent wine not- have you on your ass. That's not real tequila. That's crazy. I used to love Patron. Yeah. I Patron cake. That's See, how much when I'm with my homegirls, all they drink is tequila, and I'm the only one that drinks Hennessy. Okay. So it's just like, damn. Okay. I could drink this Casamigos. I could bring our own okay, or whatever. Okay. I'm like, I ain't getting lit, but I could yeah, drink. I would- yeah, tequila is not a problem. The Pat Ron is a problem. The Patron is a problem. Oh, correct. It's, it's no, not made for Not real. Her wedding was freaking amazing. Like, the DJ was fine. Like, <laughs> congratulations to her. Right. I did not stop dancing. Like, it was like, party over, party done. Was the DJ no, still going? Was, was the DJ still go, going? Go home, ass. Go nah, home. The whites, the whites came in and said, yo, pack this shit up. <laughs> I gotta go. It's 11, I get the fuck out of here. It's time to go. They ain't pay for no extra hour. Let's go. Uh, it was like a classy bashment. Where was it located? Long Island. Damn. Where the money the resides. Where the you money did not come resides. Home. There's no way possible you did that. Nah, I came home that night. I came home late the next day. But, um, nah, I come home. Nah, nah, nah. There's no way you did that home. Not no fucking Long Island. Mm -mm. No, I would have never even wanted you to drive home after having drinks like that. You in Bali. Yeah, no. One of the groomsmen had the belly. I said, let me roll me a dub. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I was saying, um, it's our birthday this month. Oh, yes. She was an area. Ella Queen, the fifth. Oh, oh, nice. I'm like, wait a minute, our birthday? I, yeah. an hour. I was out with my cousin celebrating her birthday. She was like, oh, wait, but happy birthday to you. I said, can I April? <laughs> It is my half birthday because you know you like to celebrate your half birthday too. Man. Oh, and I did. What's <laughs> <laughs> your half birthday? My half birthday was on the 11th. Oh, of this month? Oh. Yeah, I bought me some. I spent money. <laughs> I don't remember stuff like that. I don't remember the actual birthday. Tiff, I love your attitude with these glasses. <laughs> I mean, my glasses are still going to be the same move. <laughs> I don't really fuck with the move to have birthday shit. She always do that. I be like, girl. I celebrate everything. Half birthdays, all of that. Celebrate life. Like, it, was, it was a great time. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to get my, my girlfriend's birthday is today. She's also a faithful listener. Happy birthday, Jody. But oh, she happy birthday, Jody. Right. 
she is not in the mood to celebrate as much as we're trying to push her to go out she's supposed to have a dinner on sunday she's like no i don't have nothing to celebrate and i'm just like you here like that's all i want to celebrate right you need me to call her girl i done called her and i'm always the one that brings her to tears so she'll phone me crying i'm like yo like you're doing a great job like this is like her first year out on her own so ever since her mom passed two years ago i was about to say that yeah and we've been like pushing her to go out every year for her birthday just to be surrounded you know and you know have a good time be happy so me and Cheryl is gonna take her to get her nails and her feet done tomorrow give her her birthday gift you know just probably get something to eat something small so she don't really want to she yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, making a spectacle. People don't think they need that, but they really do. It's like it's like a mood booster. It is, but I don't want to push her because I've been trying to get her in that mood all week. And I feel like if I do that, I will be pushing her too far. And I don't want to do that either. So well, my mom's my birthday next week. And she like she don't want to do nothing. I ain't pushing. <laughs> what you say? <laughs> And since you got two kids, a husband, if you don't want to do nothing, okay. I'm done. You <laughs> terrible. No, I'm well, not, I was I'm not my life. I'm not forcing nobody to celebrate no birthday because I mean I gotta spend my money. So like, <laughs> you don't want to do nothing? Cool. <laughs> it was live birthday too. It was fun. Yeah, we yeah. had a good time. She had a birthday party. Um, she went out this hall. Family came, grand entrance. Girl had two outfits and everything. Okay, Liv. She had open bar, so it was free everything, free food, free drinks. DJ nice. was there. It was a nice yeah. time. Here. It was kind of like my grandma's birthday party all over again. So that was That's good. good. It's always good to see family, and, it's, and especially just, when the family just, just, free, just free liquor this time. That's all. Nah. Oh, <laughs> Can you not, ma'am? Listen, you don't never get open bar. So what did your sweatshirt say? We're going to see. I like that. Oh, my God. I We're going to see. I love that. I've been trying to read it. I'm like, what did it say? see. I like that. It's this girl's Janae Raquel. What's her name? Um, I'm cool mm-hmm. with her or whatever. She, I supported her like maybe like four years ago. That's a nice sweatshirt. We're going to see. So we're going to see how this um play out with Nicki Minaj. Okay. Right. Let's get into this um, hella tea. Like whoa, Nicki Minaj. It's a lot going on. So she's a Sagittarius. Just so you know, watch, watch your mouth. Terrorist. Watch, watch your mouth. <laughs> she's fiery. She's spicy. This is um. This ain't spice though. This is like she about to burn her whole house down. Type of um. I feel like there's. It's just like so many different topics, but regarding Nicki Minaj, it, it, it's just like so much like. So the latest one that I've just heard about was she defending some girl that has been basically trying to identify as black. I think her name was like Jesse something. She just got a new song with Nicki Minaj that just came out. And there was some some jargon going around how this girl is basically, yeah, she's basically like, you know, black catfishing or whatever. Like she, she tan, she tries to wear her hair black. She tried to dress black. She tried to sound black. And Nikki really like came for her. I feel I personally feel like this. I know it's more stuff than this, but I just want to support her. I feel like Nikki only came out to speak on it is because she has a song with this girl. That's fucking up her money. That's fucking up her money. Yeah. And to try to to take the light away from what's actually happening in her real life. Because everybody's talking about how 
first you defend your your brother who is uh, a, a pedophile, pedophile molester. Yes. And you like, then you marry a convicted murderer and rapist. Then you support six he ain't no murderer. Well, they, they say he was a he, he was in jail for murder. How oh, about the, the um? I thought it was just rape. Yeah, yeah. rape. I thought it was just rape. No, they said he was in jail for the, Okay, maybe social media got it wrong. Maybe but they he did a murderer like a and a rapist. I mean, he looked like a killer. I ain't. I don't put a past him. I ain't gonna lie. I don't. But all I need to hear is you're a rapist, and I'm not marrying a fucking rapist. I don't give a shit what you did before that or after that. You a fucking rapist, right? Then you, then you on uh song supporting six nine, which was like, bitch, come the fuck on. That part, that right. was crazy. You, it's just like everything. You, you're, you're backing and you're supporting everybody that no good can even come of their situation. It's like why? Mm. Like yeah. so, to me, she's like, we. It's kind of like she R. Kelly herself. Like we were like, okay, we fuck with his music, but that nigga ain't type. That nigga ain't shit. And it's something like, okay, we like Nicki Minaj rap career but this bitch ain't shit at the end of the day like that's what you're giving at this point and i'm like i can't rock with that even how all her loyal fans are starting to like i enough is enough and you know they are fucking cult so once they say enough is enough the barbs barbs are like the beehive they don't fuck around they They worse than the beehive they don't fuck around so the charge the charge was attempted rape by force or fear that was his charge Mm. Oh, intimidation. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, again, 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 it probably didn't happen like you know a molestation or a pedophile, but he 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 intimidated her. Sis nah, came out and said, yeah. "I didn't want to do it. He forced me." That's what I'm saying. It didn't happen like he was uh, a pedophile, but he still forced her to have sex with him. That's rape. Hey, daddy. Oh. <laughs> What's up? What's up? Hey. <laughs> Wait, sidebar. Speaking of pedophiles, did you know that um well not pedophiles, but did you know that if you're caught um urinating in public three times, you have to register as a sex offender? Yes. That's bullshit, bro. If it's near a school, yes. You have that to register is. as a sex offender. That's everywhere. Schools are everywhere. Yeah. So, yeah. But I'm that's why she's fighting this so hard with her husband because he's going to, she's fighting to have him not register as a sex offender, which is why they're saying she's intimidating this, uh, the, the lady that came out with the rape, mm-hmm. that he got charged with rape for. Yeah. Because your husband's about to register as a sex offender. Where the fuck you going to live at? You got to live nowhere. nowhere. It's, it's that's how he he came. That's how the story came back out because remember this all happened in New York and now they live in L.A. So when he moved to L.A. He didn't tell his parole officer that he moved right. to L.A. and yeah. then he didn't register as he a didn't sex tell offender. Her. He didn't he didn't register as a sex offender when he moved to L.A. So this is how the story really blew up because he had to go back to court because of that. And then that's how Nicki Minaj went to the girl allegedly. I'm going to say allegedly went to the girl and asked her to um, basically recant her story that he did not force her. So this this shit all came back out because of him getting with her because Nicki like you know she wants him to tour with her when he does you know she wants him to travel with her. It's just like girl, you this too much. He got to check in everywhere he goes because he he's a sex offender. Because he's a sex offender. Yep, and of course you want your husband to be with you wherever you go. It's, you know it's your business. You're on the road a lot. 
you're going to miss him. So why the fuck would you get married to and procreate with a known, at this point, sex offender? Did that not cross your mind? Like at because all? That's my husband. She going to stick beside him. I was about to say that. That's her bodyguard. She love that man, girl. Clearly, she's willing to, to, to burn the whole clearly. fucking house down for him. It's clear as day she love that man. I she really got some tea. Like, I, don't know, I can't say this tea on our episode, but I got some tea, too. I got, ah. some, I got some real tea. So y'all know how Keese is always like, um, I guess, BWS, they, they know a lot of women who are influencers who are in the industry. So allegedly because <laughs> we ain't getting sued around this alleged. allegedly he was messing with um a bart a known bartender out of a known strip club Charlotte, okay go ahead and um <laughs> allegedly he arrived to the apartment while this bartender was getting a massage and he was not the 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 nicest person Wait, oh. it don't look like he nice. He look like a oh, he said, get the fuck out. He That's was, why he I feel was, like Nikki want her going to over her because she know he gonna protect her better than her fucking security. But they so said security now because I feel like she don't got security no more. I feel they like he's Okay, I got another question, but go ahead. Bianca said something too. No, because oh. I had questions. I was trying wait, to wait, wait. see. It's hot. Before your question, <laughs> they said when they went to Trinidad before the pandemic for carnival. They said he was being real aggressive yeah. towards. There, like, was a, there was there was a video of him pushing people yeah, like, like it's carnival. Fuck. Why you why you there? Why are you there? You know how carnival is, right? And it's like she gotta come back here without shoes, possibly sometime. Why you doing the most? But they so said he, he was doing that because she was pregnant and no one knew. She should have been at carnival. Okay, right. But still, that sounds like you should have put your foot down. Carnival, back yeah, carnival not a place to go. You know how the crowd is there. Everybody knows how carnival is. Why would I put people going to be out in danger by going somewhere that's a crowd full? You of- said people be on the float, but the video of him pushing people away, she was not on the float. She was with the, the natives. Oh, okay, never mind. Wait, can <laughs> we talk about Beyonce? Can I just ask my question? Uh, Damn. So. <laughs> Cause I got questions about this. So is was he cheating on Nicki Minaj when he was at this apartment? That's that's why a few weeks later it, it, they were together. It was always plastered everywhere that now he was with Nicki Minaj. I'm like, oh okay. But you was just at this um bartender house being real nasty. It was, it was in Queens. So you know. Come on, hmm. you see that? What? I like flirt. Oh yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about Beyonce, girl. I Beyonce coming with some music, y'all, because she keeps taking these pictures. Mm-hmm. She's going to be featured on Chloe album. I know for sure she's going to be featured on Chloe album, bro. You think so? I think so. Only reason why did, you, did y'all watch, did y'all listen to her Breakfast Club interview today? I didn't listen to it yet. Mm-mm. I didn't. No. But I didn't know what the song was about. Have mercy. Yeah, so she kind of hinted at it, but tried to not hint at it. Because y'all know Beyonce's real secretive, honey. She don't want nobody to know nothing. So Chloe was trying to make sure she did not say nothing. Because Beyonce will pull them vocals, Chloe. Okay, bitch, quick, fast, in a hurry. You, you, yeah. <laughs> so she was hitting, but Delete. not hitting. So I think she will be on the album. What'd you say, Tim? I said, control or delete the vocals. Yeah. Quick. Control delete Beyonce gonna be like, you can keep the money. I don't even. You can keep it. I don't need it. <laughs> I don't need it. What is Beyonce? Money? I'm doing my track back. Doing that charity anyway. 
Give me my track back. I you wrote that shit off anyway. <laughs> uh, keep I'm going to watch that interview tonight. Yeah, so she must have made a face or something because Charlemagne and Envy then was like, oh, when she said, so she must have made a face. So that's why I think she's going to be on it. Okay. Yeah, but watch it tonight. Watch it tonight. I might watch it. Then we have the Hey Queens question, Mars. Where the Hey Queens at? Which one y'all want to do? One or two? one you going to read. Oh, that's like, since she. Oh, you said you were going to do any mini body mo. What? Mini, she mini, 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 Um, here's my situation. My boyfriend recently proposed to me, and while this should be such a great milestone in our relationship, I told him no. Not because I don't love him or want to be his wife. I said no because I feel like he only asked because I was packed and ready to leave him. I always imagine being proposed to under happier, more positive circumstances, not because he's now scared to lose me. He feels like I'm being dramatic, but I don't know. It just doesn't feel right being done this way. Am I tripping? Am I supposed to be happy just because he asked? No. She don't want to be married to him. She don't want to be with him. You know, because you got to send this question and you don't marry to You don't want to be married to that man. Go move on, girl. It's, come on. Somebody else, you you mess with somebody else's husband right now. Somebody, you wasted his time. Move on. After you don't waste all your time, girl, he don't really want to be married to you. Because if it took all that for him to propose to you, then he really don't even want to be married to you either. Y'all wasting each other's time at this point. Mm-hmm. Yo, crazy Shabazz is packed. That means you was about to leave. Right. <laughs> Leave, sis. What is there to talk about? Oh, because he gave you a ring? I'm supposed to stay now? No, no you're still going to leave because the issues are still... How the ring look? The ring. <laughs> it don't matter. That ain't her husband. That First ain't her of all, Martha was going to pawn that ring any fucking way. Take I mean, it. I could take Thank the ring and still go. It's still the same shit. Like, it don't fucking right. matter. Jewelry. Um, wait, but on Instagram, it's, it's so funny that we have this Hey Queens question because on Instagram this week, I don't know if it was spiritual world or the shade room or neighborhood talk. It was some chick that wrote in. She was like, y'all, my ex-boyfriend of five years is getting married. He only known her for six months. Because when you know, you know. Men know. They know who they're going to They know who they want to marry if they want to get married, if that's what y'all want to do. They know. So I could know somebody for five minutes that got better intentions for me than somebody I've known for five years. They know. And if it don't feel right to you, don't do it. You're saying this does not feel right. That means it's not for you. Don't do it. He's not the one. Ain't gonna do nothing but cause you more heartache and shit, fucking more money getting a divorce too. Who fucking knows y'all status right. at the end of the day. But for right. you to even go into this knowing that you really don't want this because you don't like the way that it came about. So don't waste your time, sis. I was going to say for the female part of that, she said yes after six months. He must have been doing something right. 
Yeah, because he know he wanted her. Because after six months, that don't mean I'm going to marry, marry you? That's kind of quick. It got to be something. It's got to be something big here. Like, for real, for real. But I do find that the older people get, they're marrying people in like a year. It's like you've been with somebody for a year and y'all married. How long was um Jeezy and Jeannie Ma together before they was engaged to be married? I feel like the when you're older, you know, you, I, know, you ain't got no time to waste. Yeah. And you like, damn, I, I fuck with this person. This this my person. Let's do this shit. We ain't about to be sitting up here for 10 years. I can see you taking care of me, or nah, this ain't gonna work. Right. That's one thing an older man will say. He wanna take care of your ass. <laughs> take care <laughs> of me. Period. Hear me. <laughs> it's only been two days. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Because you know them two different olders too. So Abdeem's uncle was in jail for a long time. So when he oh. came out of jail, he was in his second oh, childhood. They call it his second that. childhood type of thing. So sometimes when you're in your second childhood, you miss those 20s, those 30s, for you to be outside, living life, popping bottles, having fun. You doing it now. I know girls who had kids young. They miss those living times. Outside, childhood like so now they doing it. So you got two different type of older people is what I'm trying to say. So is he that old or is he just like, I've been here older. He been here. He been outside. This ain't nothing new. I guess you just see a younger chick who he been one and he finally got my attention. So he's gonna try to pursue me. Okay, sway me in the way. But no, like I just don't want to hear that right now. Let me get to know you, sir. Relax. I don't like that. <laughs> you <laughs> wanna, why you ain't had nobody all this time? <laughs> Your age. I don't want to know that. It's just like I hear what you're saying, but I need to see it. You know, and I had to tell him that verbally, like this yes. sounds nice, but I need to actually see all of this. Mm-hmm. He got kids, right? He only got one child and she's oh, okay. Let's see, got some. Wait, so just, just talking about social media. So there was um, a TikTok going around where it was, it was actually a girl who, I guess she's a radio personality. Um, I think I watched it on like the shave room today and she, she put her phone like up so we can see, but the guy, she was getting a Honda. She was a Honda. You saw it, right? So for our viewers who, Omasa, who didn't see it, she was sitting in a Honda and she said, watch this y'all, this guy trying to come up to me and talk to me. So he was, I guess he sounded older, but again, she was in Florida too. So he could have just sounded like real country. Or country. Mm-hmm. So she had the phone like facing up so we can see her face. We couldn't see his face. He was out at her driver's side window. So he talking all this good game. Like, yeah, he was like, he was like, you look good. If you, if you was my girl, I'm going to take care of you. I would have you in a Bentley GTQ uh, coupe and all this other shit. He was like, you in a Honda. And she was like, but what's wrong with my Honda? So long story short, he talking all this. I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to take care of you. She was like, all right, cash at me right now. 
He was mm-hmm. like, cat, he stopped in his track. She was mm-hmm. like, yeah, you talking all this good game. She was like, cash at me right now. And then I'll, I'll give see me if I can money. Give, me my phone number. give me the money. You talking about how you can take care of me and all this. Show me that you can take care of me. Send me some Show money, me right now. money. Show me my dough. I'm trying to do more than that. She's yeah. Like, but wait, and then the part where she asked the way where his car was. Yes, what she was. was my shit getting transported yeah. here right now. Hit her with the okie doke like, Goodbye, sir. She did no. that though. <laughs> no, ma. She was like, back up. Let me see you. Susie back there. She pulled, pulled off. off. <laughs> that nigga said, my shit getting transported here right now as we speak. <laughs> this this oh, that's what that's why I under, that's that understand what Tiff is saying because niggas really be out here with the okie doke like you yeah. talking all this big game with you lies, me, like, and you it, ain't doing a motherfucking thing for yourself no. <laughs> and not only that it is a large age gap and typically men who want to date younger women they think that they can manipulate you mold you groom you into who they want you to be yeah into what they want you to be. They need to go get them a little 19, 20 year old because that ain't happening right. over here. I'm the one that's running the game around here, place boy. Okay, period. Okay. This, ain't, this ain't none of that. Tell me. Tell me. Say that. Okay. Beneficiary on your life policy. You hear okay. me? You, hear you me? see my glasses, nigga? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> business. Okay. You hear me? I'm like, no. Mm-mm. Like, yes, sis, um, don't get the ring. Just go about your business. I mean, if you want to take the ring, take the ring. We ain't saying that. We saying don't get married to him because he don't want you and you don't want six him. Six months? That girl said she got married in six months. That's a little bit, I mean, like I no, said. No, no, no. Technically, you can't months. take the ring if you say no. Who? Who said that? It's like a law. It's like a law. It's different oh. laws for different states. Oh, you mean tell me I can't lob like yes and really don't want to be right? here. Still, it's still take my bags. <laughs> stay, look, stay about two more weeks. Say yes and stay about two more weeks. Then because it's something and here. Some tea in, and they'll be like, peace. <laughs> Lord, Lord, Lord. That was a cute question. So we get into our main segment. Yeah, yeah, we have some guests waiting in the waiting room for us. Y'all ready for our guests? Yeah. So, while, so while I'm letting while I'm letting them in, can y'all just start talking to the audience, letting them let them know why we what we doing? Okay, so tonight we are talking about Greek life. We are talking Ooh. about the divine nine. We have Ooh. to the show that's coming Ooh. on my mother. <laughs> Shay and my bestest big cousin Kalia representing Q Sci Fi and Delta Sigma Theta. Oh, okay. Yes. Hi. What's going on? Why are you coming on? on, bro. Give him a chance, y'all. He coming. Thank you. <laughs> Hey guys, oh, I need y'all in your gear or whatever. Hey. 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 I don't even know how to say it. You ain't supposed to be saying it too. I know. I want to be. Yo, you just see that video with. Uh, <laughs> I didn't want to be down with the green guy. Uh, what's his name? Is uh, was was Crit Walker? What's his name? Who, who, oh, um. OT Jennings. OT Jennings. Then a white girl came up. <laughs> doing a funky chicken, bitch. What is you doing? Bye. <laughs> Sit the fuck down, Karen. I was so mad. 
fucking chicken on the crit walk. Oh, so, and they had the sound effect and everything. I was crying. <laughs> thank you both for being on the show today. We have some very interesting questions to ask you. But first, as we start off all of our interviews, we will be needing, of course, your name, your zodiac sign, your age, your marital status, kids or no kids. What else do you see? So we'll have Kalia go first. Yeah. Ladies first. Ladies first. <laughs> Hi, everybody. I'm Kalia. I'm a Virgo. Woo-hoo. Okay, Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> you got two Virgos in a room. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I am married with two kids, five and under. Wow. And what was what was the other question? Age. I'm 36. 36. Okay. Okay. And looking good. You look 22. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Mac Foundation don't cry. <laughs> hey, Shay. To the show. Come on, bro. Cause you've been on here like 20 times already now. You <laughs> sure already know. But 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 fam got a new status now. Come on with it. Okay. Yeah. Shane, um, 31. Almost forgot my age for a sec. Um, <laughs> me married, two kids. Um, drinking on some Prosecco and some juice. Hey. Not out the red cup, sir. Where is the glass? You can't see mine, but me too. Oh, I mean, I wanted to keep it classy, but hood at the same time. So. Oh, I love it. Keep it authentic. <laughs> This is who you are. I want to see that. Your picky up, though. That's good. <laughs> and what's your sign? Oh, Pisces. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So as we're telling our listeners tonight, we are talking about all about Greek life. Okay. Representing Delta Sigma Theta and Q Cypher. Okay. Oh, my I'm honorary, honorary, mother, honorary Q Cypher member. <laughs> is that how that go? Like uh, you, you guys are the brother sister sorority. Yeah. Fraternity. Can y'all um, explain that? Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, how does it go? Um. Oh, go ahead. I don't, <laughs> I don't think it's. Like I don't think it's on the books. Books. But... So how it goes is, uh, one of my founders was married to one of the founders of Delta Sigma Theta, so that's kind of how we got brothers and sister. If you want to be technical, um, the only brothers and sisters are uh, Sigmas and Zetas. They're like constitutionally bond together or some book. Oh, also, something. oh wow. But I how, never knew um, that. I always thought it was like Deltas, Qs, AKA. Well, yeah, we share we share connection because of the founders that are, were married to each other. So that's how I we love share. that though. That's beautiful. And that just continued down. Yeah. I have a question before because you both are married. So are your spouses in uh sorority or fraternity? Nope. Wow. That's interesting. I'm gonna come back to that question. I'm gonna come back to that question. Okay, that's interesting. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. Wait, let me pull up my questions. I'm sorry. And guys, it was Shane's wedding that we went to that we were talking about on our last, that was our last episode, right? Yeah. Our last episode. Our yeah. episode. Yes. Aww. Yes. 
Congratulations, bro. Thank you, thank you. Merry gang. Okay, cool. So well, let's get started with you. What age did you pledge and where did you pledge at? So um, I, was a, I said, I said, Kalia, sorry, bro. Oh, my bad. I hear you. I was actually a senior in college. Um, I originally wanted to pledge the year before or possibly, you have to be a sophomore okay. to pledge. So you can't be a freshman, um, but there also has to be a line. You can't just say, you know, I want to be a Delta your college has to have a line if you're, you know, in college. So um, I believe I was a sophomore and there was a line, but then something happened. And when that happens, normally lines don't happen every year. It's like every two, two years, sometimes three years. So when I was a senior, I'm just like, oh my God, I hope there's a line again, because I wasn't going to stay another year. So there was a line and I was a senior and I'm pretty sad about that because I only had technically about five months on campus mm. being a Delta. Um, but I did stay in Maryland quite a few years after I pledged, which was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I didn't have that full Delta experience for like a few years which was a little disappointing. But I would say I was 20 when I pledged. So it was, yeah, what's cool? Yeah. Oh, Morgan State University okay. in Baltimore, and, Maryland. And then is is it a school's rule that you can't pledge as a freshman or is that a Delta rule, an organization rule? Um, I believe it's a organization rule. Okay. I don't I don't know um, many Do freshmen. Do you answer that question or no? Is it still based off a of GPA or? Yes, you you have to have um, a certain GPA. I believe, um, I don't know if things have changed. I believe it probably was like a 2.75 or two. Oh, that's not bad. Okay, okay. I'm, and I'm what year did you pledge? 2006 okay. and I graduated 2007. Can I ask you a question? So I wanted to pledge Delta, but Deltas were not on my campus at all because of, uh, they wouldn't say what type of incident happened. I went to William Patterson University. Okay. I actually entered in 2006. So you might know the reason. Do you know the reason why? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, no. <laughs> like it's a, so everybody was like, well, just do, you know, they had, had the city lines where you can- um, right do it that way that's like it's, it's such a different experience that way than doing it on your actual campus like you said you only had like five months to do it you mm -hmm. probably wanted to like really be out here stepping right. on your letters off you know right you know the case may be so that's why I didn't do it but I really wanted to know why <laughs> that well it's not too late it's not too late and if you did grad chapter you can still go to all of these campuses like and you know, show your letters off. You like you're still, you would still be in that sorority. So I'm happy you never too late. I'm happy you mentioned that, but I want to get back to that question. Um, Shane, can you uh, let us know when, what age you were, where you um, pledged at, and what year? 
Um, I was uh, 20 years old when I um, was um, pledging for Omega. I went to Kane University as writing union. Um, just trying to answer some of the questions I had. So yeah, with my uh, fraternity, you gotta have at least um, a two, when I was going through, you had to have at least a 2.5 and you also had to have uh, 36 credits. So that that reason alone, that's why um, um, we weren't able to do it as freshmen. I think most, if not all, I think all, um, uh, black organizations, you gotta at least have like 36 credits and a 2.5. Um, and damn, what were some other things I was saying? What year? What year? No, 2000, um, I went over uh, 2010. Okay, okay. Kalina, you said you were, on, you were online for five months? No. <laughs> oh, how long were you online? She was a senior. Shane, you said what year were you pledging? Uh, I was a junior. Oh, you were a junior. Okay. Yeah. How long were you online, Claire? So that question is confidential. Oh, everyone, everyone's process is different. So that that answer will be different for everybody. It definitely will. Yes. But um, I don't Can I ask why? Can I ask why? I'm I'm like totally if it's I a society, act, girl. It's a society. I, I don't so I again let them answer because I really don't know anything about pledging, anything about anything of sorority or fraternity. So this is really shocking to me. So is 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 the reason your line um I guess length varies because of whatever you have to do. I, I don't know how I'm saying it, if I'm saying it right. Well, the, the actual term of like pledging, like sometimes that can, you know, officially, you uh -huh. probably won't hear that officially. Okay. Because um, most organizations, you have like an official process, which technically should be the only thing you're doing. So... The, the term like pledging, like you, you see these like fraternities and sororities, they get in trouble um, to your point earlier for doing things they're not supposed to be doing. Hey, so you, would, you wouldn't really publicly hear people talk about <laughs> their process. That's why. And okay. if they do publicly talk about it. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's so, like it wasn't taught different. Yeah, it's sinful. You shouldn't but, you shouldn't talk about it. It's I wanna I wanna add on to that real quick before you go, Shane. Only because my friend pledged a AKA a Willie P. And I remember her coming to work and she was just looking so stressed, but she wouldn't talk about what was going on. So I'm just like something is up, but I couldn't never tell what is up. So you know, weeks went by, and then finally I saw that she posted that she you know, she passed, she became an AKA. And then I put it together like, okay, she was going through the motions of, I guess, pledging her line or whatever the term is. So I guess that's why it's like, it's a secret society because she couldn't talk about nothing. Like nothing she was doing, she couldn't talk about anything. Mm -hmm. So I guess it's like, literally it's confidential. Mm. I low key feel like Kalia Debo's her way. Like she only pledged for two days. <laughs> <laughs> they was like, wow. <laughs> Oh, let me just say, my mother was nervous for a minute. I was trying to find me now. Wow. <laughs> oh, what number? So, how how um, I guess how big was your line, and what number were you? 
So I'm number five. Um, most of the time, most lines, I'm not sure about other um, lines. Um, you will see it go by height, but, but not all the time. Like if somebody wants you to be in that number one spot, you're going to be in that number one spot, whether you five feet or four feet, you know, if like somebody wants you to have their number, it may not always be by height. I would say that that much. Um, but most of the time you'll, you'll see it by height with Delta at least. Um, but I had 36. What do you mean by someone wanting you to have their number? So like the line that came before you is called your profite. So let's say you have an older sister and your older sister was a Delta and now you're a Delta and she's bringing you in. She's your profite. And she was number five. She may want you to be number five. Got it. Okay. But you may be taller than number six. Yeah. Understood. You know, mm -hmm. so that's, that's what I mean by that. Um, but yes, I was five of 36, um, but over 200 people applied. So, sheesh. Wow. That's a huge line. Uh, well, the line before me had 65. Sheesh. I'm going to say let Shane answer first before we. Well, one thing you have to understand about that, um, you'll typically have bigger lines at HBCUs versus a PWI. I went to a PWI, so you won't, you really won't see big lines like that at PWI unless, um, mm -hmm. I guess, certain certain circumstances like uh, uh, like a D1 school PWI, like Michigan or something like that. You'll probably have, but typically big lines like that, you'll have it at uh, HBCUs mm -hmm. and that's more so because you know a lot of the students they um you know going to school out of state and stuff so right you know getting a lot of opportunities for that um for me I just want to go back real quick I know we're technically using the term pledging I know what y'all mean by pledging but I need the audience to know that pledging and hazing is illegal Black organizations do not pledge. I know the word hazing is pledging. It's illegal. <laughs> I see. No, we really didn't know. I always thought it was pledging. I thought hazing was. Oh, yeah, I get the. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, technically, they're one and the same thing. Technicality. Are not supposed to say so what, pledging? No, no, no. What's the correct no, term? What's the correct term? So for ours, we have a membership selection process. Yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. Only for your fraternity? Yeah, I don't know what everybody else calls theirs. Yeah, that's, but that's ours is a called. membership selection process. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. um, well, I'm, 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 I'm working at, I mean, I go to LA Fitness. I'm a membership selection fitness. Kids go to LA. Like ours is <laughs> membership <laughs> intake. Yeah, <laughs> you'll have that or intake or intake. Did I hear that for Deltas? It's called membership intake. And okay. for accused, you said it's membership, an, uh, membership selection process. Oh, so, okay. I like I like that. I like because, I like it because <laughs> at the end of the day, uh, uh, what a lot of people don't know because um, you know you'll see like on TV or if you've been on campus, you see the you know the hopping and all that or what have you. 
But what people don't understand is that our organizations are our business. Like we're, we're, we're a functionally ran business. So, um, you know, there's a lot that goes into it. So that's why, you know, they try to be more technical with certain words um, because, you know, stuff happens sometimes when you go about it the wrong way. But um, the reality of it all. Yeah, this is because it's a business. You know how it is when you have a business. It's all technical terms and stuff like that. So, um, trust and believe when um I was going through my process and I had to call for a pretty penny <laughs> just to, just say, to get off. <laughs> it ain't it ain't cheap. <laughs> <laughs> well Shane, what number were you and how many people were how was your large was your line? Yeah. So um Clear, she said she had you said you had 36. Yeah. Um yeah, I had two. <laughs> it was me, me and my LB. <laughs> Can you explain what LB is? Because I don't oh, yeah. yeah, the term LB uh last that's his line brother, line sister. That's the person that uh went through the process with you. Uh, so my LB went through the process with me um, during our, our time that we went through 2010 um, in the fall time. So y'all yeah, could have found no other black brothers to what did you do? Well, sometimes so, they don't always start off with just two. Exactly. Just, so, and not with two. So, okay. <laughs> but, but, Leah said she had what 200 applicants applied, applied, right? So that applied. Applied. That applied. That applied. They selected 35 for the line. 36. Yeah. Yeah, because it's a it, before you before you it's an interview process. It's still because they got to make sure not only are you the right candidate for the organization, but the right candidate for the specific chapter. Because at the end of the day, when you're joining, you're a representation of them. So you you really can't just um you really just can't have anybody joining your organization. It's got to. You, you got to show that you're interested. You got to show that this is something that you want to do for life, not just, you know what I'm saying, for the time being of being in college. Like, I've been out of college for five, six years, and I'm still representing my fraternity strong. They want people that's You're gonna... set. Hard. <laughs> and then you guys don't know, any of our listeners that may have come to our Juneteenth events, our Juneteenth event, our good brother here hooked us up. We had some uh, membership selection people. They <laughs> <laughs> work at the gym. They <laughs> work at the gym that he works out at. Okay, listen. We were very grateful for those membership selection people. <laughs> you guys universally use certain terms. So my, my mother-in-law also plays Delta, um, Kalia. And okay. she say, I, I don't know if it's her or... Mind you, she likes 411 and she wasn't even the first person in her line, but he did do height order. Which oh, wow. Was so much shorter than her? It was somebody shorter than Rhonda, y'all. Y'all know Rhonda is little. So, um, but she used the term, I think she said like her ace or stuff like that. Is that like mm-hmm. universal language? I was going to ace that line. Um, I want to ask, what do you call the person who trained you? That's kind of like what Bianca's saying, right? Like you said you, you said you had a line sister and a line brother. So what do you call the person who's Who's um, running the line? Running the whole thing. Yeah. So, Can we call them pro fights? Like the line before you is your pro fights? Because, or whoever brought you in, you may call them your pro fight or your big brother, your big, big sister. But everyone in the sorority is your sorority sister or fraternity brother. 
Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, when you're actually going through it, um, trying to become that um, particular member. Yeah. Everybody's big brother, big sister. And big, big brother, brother almighty. Yeah. Like, what you see, what you see sometimes in those TV shows and stuff, there's some similar you know, and that's all I know is from TV. So a lot of it is you know, <laughs> dramatized a lot. I, 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 I'm aware. That's why I'm, I'm, I'm happy that I have two people that I can actually touch. Yeah, talk when you're them. going through it, it's just you know, big brother, big sister, because you know you can't call them your brother or sister yet because you're still in the process of you're still in your line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, trying to join it. So yes. wait, I have a question because Shane said when you join an organization, you basically represent the organization or the membership. Is race in a uh, part of the, you know, <laughs> I've seen, like I said, I've seen on social media where I've seen people who aren't, you know, um, uh, what is it called? Well, black. Uh, yeah. not, not, not pledging, but they, what is it called when you guys are like dancing? I don't want to call it dancing. What is it called? Hopping. Stepping or hopping? Well, stepping, we hop. Everybody hop. Okay, hop. so. The female a sororities hop and fraternity step, or is it the same thing? So uh, the there's, there's the reverse. Yeah. Well, not the the there's cute one flag, but in sororities. Huh? <laughs> you know what? We need to break down all the sororities and fraternities that are part of the divine nine. Can y'all yeah, do that? For that me? Wait, wait, wait. Answer my question first. So yeah. when y'all stepping or hopping, whichever it is, I noticed, like I said, it's a it's certain people who are normally black. But I have seen others who are not black in it. Is that light like skin. they? I don't. They don't look light skin to me. But He's again, that's why I'm asking: people. Is race something a part of the membership? Like, does that matter? It depends on the chapter. Okay, and that's all I got to say about that too. <laughs> no, I'm, it, 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 I mean, I've seen, um, I've seen uh, white people in my organization. Um, and I have interesting conversations with them. Um, you ask them why? Yeah, I mean, I ask them why, see what they know, like, like it's, so what you, you have to understand, what, what you have to understand is, I'll break it down like this, because every time um, I have people who are interested and joining our, uh, my, my particular organization, any organization talk about fraternities, I like to see what they know a little bit. Um, so if you think about the first fraternity that was founded, um, Alpha Phi Alpha 1906, or Cornell University, a white university, and then our fraternity came after, um, as far as fraternities, um, 1911, Howard University, first Black organizations to be founded on historical Black college. If you think about that, that's 50 years removed, like more, more or less 50 years removed from the Emancipation Proclamation, right? So the whole point of Black fraternities and sororities was to uplift the Black community, was to give them an opportunity to go to college and give them the support and, you know, give them opportunities out of college. You know, a lot of people don't know Howard University was a school for free slaves. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's deeper than just colors. Like Black organizations is meant to uplift the Black community. Right. So when you think about it from that aspect, 
Why like are you here? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I like to get a little more like, what are you doing in your everyday life that shows that you're really down for uplift from the Black community? Are you just joining because you like the colors and, you know, you, you want the, you know, the fame, the notoriety, the cool points, or are you really down for, you know what I'm saying, uplifting the Black community? I respect that. Okay. So I have, um, I want to say, does she have any other non-Black people in her sorority or know any in her sorority? I don't know any personally. Um, and in my chapter, I don't, I don't know of us ever selecting one that was not of African-American descent. Or, I mean, we, I have a line system that's not 100% African-American, but she at least 1%. Y'all remember that video that went viral with the little kid? He was following his his uh his dad and everybody. I think it was like a, no, <laughs> no offense, but no. Um, but anyway, it was the little boy. He was doing, and then I seen like two light skin, you know, and then I came in and started joining the line. I was like, oh, so I was like, oh, I didn't know he can, you know, do that. So that's why I asked, like, is race a thing? Right. Speaking of the divine nine, um, Shay, you did touch on this a bit. Can you, um, can you both break down for us the divine nine in order from oldest to youngest? So for sororities, um, first there was the AKAs. Um, then there was the Delta Sigma Theta, which was founded in, um, AKA was 1908, Delta Sigma Theta was 1913. Um, we were founded at Howard University. Um, so that's uh, HBCU. Um, and then came the Zetas and then came the SG Rose. Can you give the full name of the Zetas and the SG Rose? Um, Zeta Phi Beta mm -hmm. and SG Rose. Does they do this? <laughs> <laughs> well, I've heard of the first No shade. I've, I've never heard of the last one. Hey, no shade. Um, man, I wouldn't say it, but I like that thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say it. I'll say, I'll say. It's a Sigma Gamma Roll. <laughs> Jay, can you give us for the fraternity? I've never heard of it either. All right. So you have. Oh, Lord, nobody heard of it. Jeez. I promise you, I've never heard I've of never that. Heard of Zetas was the last Monroe. one. That was it. Yeah, that's the last one I know of is the Zetas. Damn. Yeah. That's Double right. um, On the HBCU campus, you do see a lot of. Maternity uh, like Groove Five Groove. Yeah, you do. Oh, Groove Five Groove. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah actually, I really Groove Five Groove. I've never heard of no Groove Five Groove at Willie P. They new. Um, you know what? They are recent. Are they black and so they're, they're, not they're not divine nine. No, they're not divine nine. They just Groove Five Groove. Okay. Wait, bro, can you um break down the fraternities from oldest to youngest? All right, so you got the first sorority, Alpha Phi Alpha. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? I feel like it's I killing y'all to say the first one because y'all be having a I'm just saying. 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 I'm you have Kappa Alpha Psi. No, 
I'm sorry, Omega Sapphire, Kappa Alpha Psi. Then you have um, um, Sigmas, Phi Beta Sigmas. And then you have, um, mm. oh God, no. <laughs> Listen, you wanna I forgot. Because it's it's AKAs is um um deltas and kappas they like it's like matter them in January so it's definitely alphas then kappas then Qs then um five beta sigma and then you have UPS. You wait. What? I'm sorry. I got a five beta. So is there a shape being thrown because I'm yes. So- yes. It's, a it's a lot of shapes. It's a lot of flip flopping. It's a little so yeah, it's a little. So you have 1906 for Alpha. <laughs> you uh, do remember this is a podcast. People are actually listening to it. Yeah, I know. It's all if you are understand. This is what we do. We we do this. So Alpha 1906, you got the uh Kappas 1911, Q's 1911, um, you got the Sigmas 1914, and actually Iota Phi Beta, which the uh, 63. Yeah, 1963. 1963. There was one of the last uh Black organization to join the yeah. 1963. I thought it was 1960, but 63. Uh, I don't know Morgan, right? It was on Morgan's campus, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. On Morgan, State. Morgan State. I had a, I had a yeah. question for Kalia. So, because you pledged in at Morgan State, that's in Maryland. Like, how did you connect once you moved back to New Jersey with like your Jersey chapter? Chapter. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um. Ooh. Um. <laughs> See? <laughs> that's a great question look at that look at that well um I haven't really connected as much mm. with the Jersey chapters um I mean I would be um if you're talking about grad chapters yes I definitely should find a, a grad chapter um in New Jersey but Coming from an HBCU, like it, it will always be my home. So, um, you know, they have homecoming every year. So I don't feel um, like disconnected. Like I don't feel the need to, um, just because I'm still close with, you know, my line sisters and things like that. I don't feel the need to, um, you know, like just connect with, Jersey line sister just because Maryland is not that far so you know I still feel you know close to where I'm not but I so I guess that's a this is a two-part question this is for both of you because you both graduated um I want Shay I want you to answer it on the reverse being from King University going to an HBCU how that experience is for you or do you you know make those friends or do you connect with those chapters in the south HBCUs are lit. They lit. <laughs> they, they lit. They They're lit. probably more welcoming, I feel like, too, if you go to They're an more, HBCU. It's, yeah. more, it's more of a Black culture. You feel it more, you know. Um, at a PWI, it's like, it has its challenges, and you get mixed in with all the other, um, you know, white orgs and mixed orgs, and it's all the goofy other orgs. Um, um <laughs> You know, going to HBCU, strictly black, black people, you know, you don't really get the marching band experience at a PWI, but you go to a homecoming at, 
you know, HBCU. It, it it's lit. I ain't gonna hold you. It, it, it it's fine. PWI stand for primarily white institution. Yeah, primarily yeah. white, predominantly white. Um, okay. white. He's white. <laughs> right, right. I got He's the white. W right. Is what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> you you went there, Willie P. Even though it's Patty. Yeah, oh, I know. Yeah, I know. And I was like, I so for me, although Delta wasn't on our campus, it was AKA and Zetas. They didn't really like. I was. I didn't feel like they called me. You know, like I didn't feel a connection to even like. Okay, well, Delta's not here. Let me just go pledge these people type of thing. I don't know. Like they were just. They weren't my vibe. I guess. Yeah. Like to me, no shade to the Zetas that I know that are cool, but most of them was like mad corny to me. Yeah. And then the AKAs was just like, mm, you know, like it wasn't my style that's a good good follow-up question Bianca I'm glad you mentioned that so for Shane for someone who went to a PWI and like Bianca like okay so let's just say I'm talking to you Shane that there's not a lot of black brothers that wanted to I don't want to say pledge no more. I'm sorry. Oh, no, you can say, you can say. You can say, you can say, I just wanted to educate well, want, Okay, so let's say there was a lot of, you went to a predominantly white college. There wasn't a lot of black brothers who wanted to pledge. Did a lot, did other Omegas come up to you and say, hey, brother, I see something in you. I would like for you to take a look at our organization. Like that didn't happen for Bianca at Willie P. It seems like, like the other Zetas and the AKAs didn't come up to you and say, hey, Sis, I see, I see what you're doing out here. You're looking good. You would be a great asset to our organization. Like, why, why did that not happen? Or if that did happen to you at your so when I I literally first day on campus, um hmm. I bumped into the um a member of Omega Sapphire, like my first day. And one of the best things he told me, um, because I told him I was interested in joining fraternities, but I didn't really know much about it. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing I knew about it was that my mom was like, when you go on campus, look out for them purple and gold people. That, that's, that's all I knew. <laughs> so um, he happened to be purple and gold. How ironic. Um, he mm. told me, and I always say this to anybody else that comes up to me that's interested, to don't only look into my fraternity, but look into all the other fraternities, read up on them, and then just see how we all interact with each other on campus that will basically determine, you know, what's best for you. Um, so when I did my research, you come to realize that we all do the same thing, uplift the Black community. We might have different models. We may have different famous people and yacht colors, yada, yada, yada. But for the most part, we all do the same thing. So what really stood out for me was seeing how everybody interacted on campus. When I got on campus, there was probably like, like eight alphas, like eight iotas at mass sigmas, a um, couple kappas, but there was only two omegas. And those two omegas demanded everybody's respect. Like it was from everybody, not just from other organizations, but just people on campus, their peers. And just seeing their mannerisms, how they move, how they interact with each other. I'm like, yeah, that's me. I'm not a dude that want to twirl the cane or anything like that. Like, I, I got a little aggression to me. So, you know, I was like, nah, I'll make a sci-fi. That's me. Like, I'm good. I don't need anything. So I understand what you're saying about Bianca. Because sometimes 
it is the people that be on there because I felt like some people in the organizations can make it corny. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we all got corny people in our organizations. I got corny people don't make us high five. It is what it is. I mean, yeah. it's how it is, but it all depends on who's on that campus and can you really relate to them? That would really draw you to them. I like that. Can, okay, so to um, take it back to the homecoming experience. Homecoming you, tomorrow, Kane University, Rock Rosetta. Can you speak to that homecoming experience being in a Black fraternity? And then, Koya, I want you to speak to it being at an HBCU. Okay. You know it was lit. Okay. Um, so our homecoming is, yeah, I don't know, it's kind of regular. Um, we're in the, it, it, it is, um, I mean, they got the little themes and stuff through the week, but I mean, it's a PWI, so it's not really, it's really geared to everybody, meaning it's really geared to, you know, the white orgs and the Spanish orgs, what they like, so you know, for us, how we make it lit is we like to stand out, be the best uh, tailgate spot, uh, which we are. Our oil popping. Everybody know about our oil. If you don't know, you know. What's oil? Our, Can you elaborate? Oil is just for our drink, our drink, our punch. So, oh, you know. I don't want it. Yeah, it, it's. <laughs> I thought he was saying our aura. But, um, I don't want it. Right now, I feel like I'm gonna die. You know, so does everyone have the, best, have the mm-hmm. recipe for the oil? Everybody does, does it different. Okay, so anybody Everybody can make it. it. The whole so Make sure it's purple, baby. Make sure it's purple. Make sure it's purple. Make sure it's gold. You know what I'm saying? But that. So that when mean, you become when you become an official member, you get the recipe for the oil. No, you gotta earn that recipe, girl. It's not it's really like, like, you, like, you give me some oil, like say it apart. Nah, it's not something you can Google. It's not something you can Google, but it's this part. Niggas be niggas be snitching, okay? <laughs> I mean, right, now, every, right now, everything on the internet. So I wouldn't put it past you. you when well, y'all go on the internet, I put Omega oil drink and it and it's I'm pretty sure it's not to the T, but you know how it be. In no secret society, bro. Right. Um, so question. <laughs> can, you, can you make the oil drink and I could drink it? Like, can you make it at a party that y'all throw and I could drink it? Or that's nothing that you can share? No, no with we anybody? make it for the people. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's, not, it's not just for us. That would be okay. bad. Oh, right. I thought it was like a secret drink that y'all made for y'all. Like, no, they ask how we make it. it. I mean, how we make oh, it. Everybody does it different. So I don't want to sit here and be like, oh, it's one size fit all. I mean, you know, there's some nasty oil and there's some pop- popping oil. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. gotcha. but our tailgate, make sure you got the chicken. Make sure you got the food. You know, make sure you got the oil. That's that's pretty much it. Kalia, can you speak to... Oh. Can you speak to the homecoming at a HBCU? And do y'all have a drink? And what y'all like to eat? Yes, we do have a drink. And maybe one person on my line has the recipe. Oh, wow. That's why I asked Shane that question. Um, They don't share it. So. But is that a chapter thing? I'm sorry. That's a chapter thing? Yeah, my chapter makes its own rules. (laughs) 
There you go. Okay. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> oh, what is the drink called? It's called you can't Google it. <laughs> right. I was Google. <laughs> Google it. Yeah, but like the Kappas have, I think there's this what, like noob juice or something like that. Yeah, you got noob juice. I don't know what the alphas call there. Uh Sigma's called theirs blue juice. And then the Iota's calls their centaur piss. So what? I'm not drinking no piss. They call their centaur piss. What in the R. Kelly is this? This is some bullshit. (laughs) I'm more certain that's what they call it. No, like no funny shit. I'm more certain that's what they call it. Wow, that's crazy. Who the alphas? No, no, no. I don't know what the alphas call it. No, alphas call theirs ape juice or something. Ape juice, yeah, ape juice, ape juice. So who drinking piss, Shane? I'm trying to think if I had it before. <laughs> I think I probably have. I think I probably have from the IOs on my campus. I think I probably have. But can you speak to the um, homecomings at HBCU, Kalia? Okay, yes, I can. So it's like a massive family reunion of Black people. It starts off, well, at my school, in the morning, it starts off with like a parade at 8 a.m. Like, you know, the movie Drumline, just, you know, all the bands, the kids, you know, the neighborhood be out there, the kids, it's really nice. So they start that as early as 8 a.m. The football game is at 1 p.m., but to Shane's point, the most, I guess, um exciting part of homecoming is the tailgate mm-hmm. and um these last I mean besides last year for COVID I don't there wasn't homecoming but we um we have like a massive tailgate experience um you know the old Northwood Omasa they cut it down yeah yeah but that's where the tailgate was you know so it's just like a huge parking lot just packed um it's you know when you when you're at an hbcu i feel like being at an hbcu is why i couldn't fully be happy in corporate america because you're coming from being around all your people and then going to a place where you're judged or where you're not good enough, where your Afro intimidates or is not welcomed. So it's, it's a hard, it was a hard adjustment for me going from HBCU to corporate America. Mm. Um, just because the experience, you're just welcomed by your own people. You know, everyone just hug each other all day and, you know, just love up on each other. Stuff that, you know, non-Black people won't ever understand. Ever. Like, we really uplift each other, even though they say we don't. We do. So, um, the experience, even if you're not in a fraternity or sorority, I would encourage all of you, if you've never been to an HBCU homecoming, to experience it because you'll feel like you went to the to the school. It's just it's just great. You'll fit right in. You would not feel like you wasn't a part of it. Absolutely. Is Morgan doing theirs this year? They are. 
It's next Saturday. But is it going to be like the tailgating or is that like, no? Um, see, I'm not going just because I like the full experience. So if it's washed down. Oh, it's restricted. So it's It'll probably be restricted. And I like the, the full experience. So I'm going to pass this year, sadly. But hopefully next year, if, if you ladies ever, you know, want to go to a homecoming. I have. I went I'm to Hampton when I, was, <laughs> when I was in um, college. I went to Hampton's homecoming and, and it was, it was lit. Like, yeah. they really welcome you. Right. All to, like, people thought I went to the school. Right. <laughs> At the end of the weekend, they thought I had actually went to the school. But it was very much so lit. I don't know if like my age today because I'm not in a sorority would I go to a homecoming because I, I I'm in a whole different point in my life um but I will say the experience was absolutely amazing like I, I regret not going to an HBCU I honestly do because you know like Shane was throwing all the shade at the PWIs um I I, I reciprocate that shade and everything put that out there but um yeah, I regret going to it. Now, I know you said that you didn't really like connect with the day, the Deltas here when you got back to Jersey, but a lot of the appeal, um, at least for me, when I was interested in, in um, the membership selection process was the networking and the job opportunities that came with it. Like how has that affected or has that been great for the both of you? And, you know, your sorority or fraternity having met people in the corporate world that may have been a Delta or a um, Q. Go ahead, Shane. <laughs> um, it helps out. Um, it definitely helps out a lot. Um, I think, so it works if you're naturally just a good person. And you know what I'm saying you're friendly and you're out there like it's not like oh I'm I'm in an organization and you know what I'm saying now it's lit you know what I'm saying like no matter what I'm gonna be I mean it should be like that but naturally it's not because you know like I said like you got some people that are just like not good people sometimes in each organization but um the net like as long as you like you know you live up to the ideals and all that you're a good person people get that vibe. You know, the network opportunities is going to be there. There's always going to be somebody to help you out and, you know, get you where you need to be. Definitely. Well, I would say, even though I don't know many um, Deltas here in Jersey, um, my chapter has a, like, Facebook group. Um, so we get a lot of posts like, hey, I just moved to Texas. Is are there any sorors in Texas? Or I just graduated with this degree. You know, are there any jobs? So I do feel like the networking part is there. Um, or like you may go, you may apply for a new job and you need a um a reference, you know. Um, maybe you know an older soror that's president of this, like you may say, okay, I need my reference letter to come from somebody important. Um, and you may know a soror in a high position that can write the letter for you. 
So um, there's definitely networking opportunities, I would say, um, for being in, you know, a sorority. But like Shane said, um, it also depends on the person you are. You can't just, you know, not connect with people and Mm -hmm. contact people when you need them. Mm -hmm. And they're like, who are you? You still have to, you know, make, you know, build those relationships Mm -hmm. and make those connections. And even with homecoming, you meet so you meet sorors. When we do that, you know, the circle step and all that, there's sorors that are in their 70s, 80s that come back every year for homecoming just to do the circle step and sing those songs, like similar to as Shane went and singing those songs. Like, oh, yeah, now they're gonna like? sing their version from the 1930s Ooh. and 40s. You'd be like, <laughs> you'd be like what version is that? That was my favorite part of your wedding day. I know that was the best part of the wedding, it was, and even at your wedding, Kalia. All oh, right. Yes. Yeah, those traditions are pretty, pretty cool. It's not too late, y'all. If y'all want to, I was going to say that. Oh, yeah. Speaking of that, right? <laughs> it's not too late. What is the difference? Because I know there's some sort of stigma um, joining a fraternity sorority undergrad versus joining grad chapter. Can y'all speak to that? So when you say undergrad, it means that you're not in college anymore. So you're in college, undergrad is college, graduate is, you're in graduate school. So, see, my question was, can you do it when you're not even in college anymore? Because I've seen people become AKAs and they're not not in school anymore. How is that even possible? Yeah, that's grad chapter. That's grad chapter. They would have to go to a grad chapter. But can I speak to that stigma that's around it? So, yeah. um, So, you have undergrad which is basically you're in college and um university and then graduate where you only can do a grad chapter if you actually graduate from a school or you actually went through undergrad so the main difference in undergrad versus grad is the experience that's mainly it like the community service for the most part is still the same the network is still going to be the same but as an undergrad, the experience is like no other. Like going from campus to campus, road tripping to different states and schools. It's hard to do that as a grown ass woman or man when you are grown. <laughs> Unless you got some kids and shit. <laughs> older with kids. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> but, um, that's that's mainly the difference. Like that's why um, Clea spoke to. Um, you know, doing it and seeing, yeah, that was the only downfall. She only had five months to really like experience enjoy the, you know, the undergrad experience of what mm-hmm. it is to be in a black organization. Like that's that's an experience like no other, no other. I love my experience, loved it. Yeah, but to Omasa's point, I think that stigma is um, removed, far removed. Um, there was a stigma like there were people who um, like had the opportunity to do undergrad but was scared maybe and said oh I'm gonna just do grad chapter where that's where the stigma comes in like um, they may think that grad chapter is easier 
Mm-hmm. But I believe grad chapter is a little harder, not, I'm going to say this, you're applying and if there's people you don't know that are picking you when you're in grad chapter, whereas an undergrad it's people that may see you on campus, may see you in positions and maybe like, you know, I want her, but with grad chapter, you're like a stranger. And now people have to look at your, you know, your resume. They have to look at, you have to get like a community service letter. Um, A lot of people think, oh, I'm going to do grad chapter, but they can't get the requirements. Like you have to have a community service um, and you have to get different letters. And sometimes all they're looking at, just like in an interview, if, you know, if they're just looking at resumes, how are you, you know, set apart from the next person? So sometimes grad chapter, even getting in grad chapter can be hard. Sometimes people research to find grad chapters that may not have, you know, a lot of people come where they may have a better chance. Because grad chapters get those high numbers too. Um, like in Maryland, they have sometimes they have 800 people come. What? what? Yeah. And then they only accept maybe 100. Yeah. Like grad chapters in Maryland, they're very huge. Sometimes you'll have 150 line sisters. <laughs> so that's the stigma in like Maryland. It's like, it's like having 150 siblings. Like, tell me your 50th, <laughs> tell me your 50th sister name, and you don't know. And you gotta remember all that. Right, exactly. Yeah. Like, you're supposed to know their first, middle, last name. You're supposed to know all of that. But in Maryland, like, if a grad chapter is 150 people, you'd be like, you don't know them. You yeah. know. So yeah. that's where the stigma comes in. But I think that's far removed now. And there's still time, ladies. There's still time. <laughs> the act of recruiting. It sounds, like, I was like, it sounds like you're recruiting, my girl. I do hear, I believe, I don't know if I was, I definitely was talking to the Queens about this. Um, This was like years ago, probably when we first started. We, I, y'all have no idea how long we've been talking about doing this episode, first of all. We've been talking about this episode for a very long time to talk about Mm -hmm. Greek life, how important it is, you know, especially for um, someone like me, right? So I just told you, I had no idea what Black fraternity and sororities actually meant, you know? I always always saw it as something negative, like, I don't want to be told what to do, but it's really more than that, you know what I'm saying? Especially as you get older, you understand that. But being younger, going to college, I I was a first generation person to go to college for my family. So it was very much so like no one told me like what was to come from that. So all my experiences were basically my experiences only. But now that I know more, I would I always think like, damn, I wish I would have like taking the time or taking the time to like learn more about it. Um, but I definitely Tommy, would- Tommy, can I ask you something? Were there um, no, a lot of- No, not at all. Not one. <laughs> but I wanted to go, I wanted to ask Shane is I had like so many questions. It's so crazy. I said I was going to be quiet on this episode. I really did. I said I was going to have- But 
I had a question. Um, damn, I missed my question about. Uh, I had a I had a question for you, Kalia, but I'm gonna go back to Shane. So I had a a friend who I know we all personally know. Um, he went to college. He went to college with me. He was on an episode. <laughs> Allegedly, he was on the episode because I don't know about that. Allegedly, he was on the episode, but he went to college with me. He pledged for a white fraternity there, and then when we graduated, he pledged. I don't. I'm sorry, not pledged. Not white fraternities. Um, at my campus, I went to a PWI. It, there was no black. For I mean, when I tell you it was a race, a racial town. Like and I never knew there was a white fraternity. Like I never. I don't. Yeah, they have them. They had so the fraternity. The first one that he talked about was white. They're yeah. everywhere. I don't know who you're talking about. You're using, using code words right now. I don't even know. I'm not using code words. I'm saying the first, the first fraternity that Shane mentioned tonight was a white fraternity. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought all yeah. these were black. White fraternity? No, no, no. Um, you said that one was a, a fraternity that first started, right? Yeah, Alpha Five was founded. Yeah, but they're not white. They're not white. They were founded. It was founded at a Cornell University. Okay, okay. I'm sorry. Apologies. But there are white fraternities and support sororities, right? We created it for us. They had their own. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Oh, I've never. So, are you saying that they pledge two different fraternities? I want to. I want to. I want to hear about this. How how did how did something like this work out? honestly i'll say this it really depends on the chapter mm-hmm. um i know for my particular chapter um i i was pretty much an interest like i was interested in them when i got on campus i didn't get the opportunity to actually be able to get on and go through the whole process until 2010. So I ended up waiting like two years before I really got my opportunity. And it was for a number of reasons, but like clear reference in the beginning, like depending on the chapter and, you know, depending on, you know, the people involved with the chapter, it takes a long time in vetting and getting to know somebody. Like, cause you don't want to just, like I said, you don't want to just put anybody in your chapter. So it takes time to get to know them, spend time with them, mm-hmm. get to know them inside and out, get to know their families, you know, their strengths and weaknesses. You know what I'm saying? Cause at the end of the day, what we say is we take men and we make them greater. And in order to make them greater, it takes time to get to know that man. You know what I'm saying? We don't take boys. We don't take, no, we take men. You are a man when, we, when you come to us and we make you greater. And in order to make you greater, it takes time to build that trust, that friendship, that bond, that everything. And, you know, I, I don't know um, you're a specific person. No, I'm not doing that. I just wanted to know, like. Yeah. You know. <laughs> but. I was right that's very true though Shane like I my she was my best friend in college she was interested in pledging um I'm sorry y'all I keep saying pledge she was interested in the process of becoming a Zeta and they I I feel like they were letting her down easy like you not ready for this like she was very much so a party girl Wow, and they and I I felt like personally she was not a good look for them, and they were trying to tell her that without telling her that, but telling her that 
Like you need to clean this up and get yourself together. So I know that's very real. Like just as much as you're researching them, you're vetting which uh, organization you want to go to, they're vetting you too. And um, so that can go both ways, Kalia, to your point where you said it, it might be harder for grad chapter when somebody don't know you. You might shoot yourself in the foot at undergrad because they do know you. Like, right. <laughs> You can't sit with us type of thing. Yeah. So that could very much go both ways. I'm, I'm sorry, Dom. I think you have another question. It's crazy. Just to say something real quick. It's crazy because, like, when we have, like, you know, you'll have, like, meet the Greeks. And that's basically just a function where people go and meet all the Greeks and they sign up so they can, like, try to go to their informational sessions and stuff like that. You'll have people sometimes that come to us with, like, 1.5s, 1.9s, 2.0, like, bad grades and the first thing i tell them i'll be like straight up don't even worry about greeks you didn't come to school to join an organization you came to school to graduate get your grades up worry about graduating you know what i'm saying if you get your grades up and everything looks right then seek the opportunity to join an organization but you know what i'm saying black organizations are not in the business of you know just taking anybody and taking people that's not applying themselves like we are big on saying nah you need to work on certain things before you can even approach us. You know what? We um, spoke to you guys, you know, the whole membership intake process and all of that. But we didn't speak to the celebration part of actually coming a part of the fraternity and sorority. Like, mm. what's the term? What is it like? How was your experience? Absolutely. Mm. It was one of the um, like most surprising experiences for like me and like my family because like when you're going through it, um, they hmm, let me see how my word is. Oh, use my vocabulary, girl. <laughs> it's like. People think they know you. Like my mother would be like, like even to this day, she's like, I can't believe you did that. So um, is probate an appropriate term? Yeah, yeah it's probate. So like my probate, my probate, we, you know, we came can you speak, out. Wait, wait, wait. Can you say what a probate is and like, it's like you're coming, you know, when you're coming you, out party. Yeah, yeah, you're coming out party. Ceremony. Um, yeah, when people like, so like homecoming at an HBCU probate is it's massive. Like you can't even move your elbows. It's packed. Okay. It's lit. It's like everyone is coming to see like who's on this Delta line. You know, it's, it's crazy because you don't know who's on it. You know, it's like people may suspect like you was in class sleeping. Like, is she, <laughs> is she pledging or, you know, so it's like masses. Like, you know, people are just coming to see who's coming out. And like when we came out, we were in like hoodies and Tim's like marching and you know, um, we don't take off like our hoodies to the very end. So it's like, you got to introduce yourself one by one and people like, oh my God, this person adults are like, it's, 
it's crazy. Like, just like homecoming, if you can go to a probate, it's amazing. Like, I remember even after I crossed, we we always road trip to probates because it's, it's definitely an amazing experience. But I just amazing. want to say, like, my mother still, still to this day, like, I can't believe you did that because, you know, the quiet ones, you're like, what? She pledged? <laughs> like, yeah. It, so it was you crazy. was quiet at one point in your life? Yes. Her grand know. party was Cut out, yo. I still eat. I'm like, the, okay, so I'm the only child, and I feel like I was like sheltered growing up. Like, my mother ain't let me go to no parties, no nut, no house parties, no nothing. So, going to an HBCU was like, what you moving out of state, you know, and then pledging. Yeah, it was a big deal, it was a big deal for me. I feel like that's why I ended up going to a PWI and not going to an HBCU because I'm an only child as well. And I didn't want to be that far away from my mom. And then my best friend was going to this school. Like if I know now, you know, then what I know now, I would have definitely went to an HBCU. Like just hopped off the porch, go for it. Like I applaud you for doing that. Yes. That's a big step. Yes. Definitely. Yeah, it was a big step. Like, I wanted to go to HBCU, but Maryland, it wasn't too far. Like I be, like every other weekend I would drive home. So <laughs> those winter stores, me and Omasa almost died. <laughs> Lord Jesus. But um it makes you so independent. Um it makes you independent. Like being the only child and going away. Like, I think that's where I gained my independence. And then I stayed in Maryland like years after. Wow. And my mother was like, well, you're not, you're not coming you're not back. back. I'm like, no. Like, I'm a Delta now, girl. Like, I turn up for a couple years. I ain't coming back home. <laughs> so, um, when did you come I back to Georgia? That was one of the best decisions I ever made was going away and like finding myself. So, yeah. Oh, Tiff was saying, when did you come back to Jersey? So, um, I started Morgan 2003, and I didn't come back until 2014. Oh, yeah. So I graduated 2007. So I stayed about seven years later. Okay. That's yeah. Good. This is kind of like a question for everybody. Um, I think we all, we all went to college. So did you guys feel like in high school, there was a push to go to HBCUs? Like, I don't feel like we had no. any push no. to go to HBCUs. And I, no, at, my, at my high school, there's no push to go to college. I went to a Damn. I went to a technical oh, high school, so college. I went to a high school that was basically like a trade school. Oh, so basically, okay. there was really no push. Like you had guidance counselors, like when you wanted to go to college, like they helped you, but there wasn't like, oh, you have like this is the next step. There wasn't that because most of the people who I went to college, I mean, excuse me, high school with, they knew what they wanted to do. A lot of them were in cosmetology classes, computer. I, I was in computer tech classes. Like I knew I wanted to go, but a lot of them did not want to go to college, so it wasn't a a huge push. Columbia, there was a push to go to college only because they would, senior year, they would print a paper and they would list all of the seniors and the colleges that they're going to. 
So if your name came up on that list and it was no school next to it, it'd be like, damn. <laughs> Oh, oh wow, that's embarrassing. Place. I ain't have hey. one listed for me. <laughs> <laughs> you went to the I same that happened to you, Shane? Yeah, but I ain't have one listed for me. I, I was pretty <laughs> yo, so I didn't know what I wanted to do. All I knew is that um my dad gave me two options. He said you can go out of state or you can go to Kane, but you ain't going anywhere else. Like and that's one thing I wish I did. I wish I would have did what my sister did was go out of state for a couple of years and come back. Cause um, yeah, I would have loved to experience a, a HBCU. I would have loved to experience. Why that. only King? I'm, that's interesting. That's my father went to King. Oh, oh, okay. so that same thing. Cause you know, Abby gotta be a Q too. Yeah, he got no choice. He got no choice. <laughs> he got no choice. <laughs> Wait, so but Talia, does um? Oh, Jesus Christ. Price. Why is her name slipping my my mom right now? The baby. Cameron. Cameron. Yes. So she she has to be a, de- a Delta. No, she doesn't. She doesn't. I want Cameron to be. Now, Cameron, she's a little bougie. So <laughs> I don't even know if she fits my organization. I really. Wow. <laughs> I don't even know. She's disgusting. <laughs> Chill out. <laughs> I ain't going to say we're some but yeah. I heard of the AKAs. I can say it. I heard of the AKAs. <laughs> yeah, but no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't pressure her. I know a lot of people whose mothers are AKAs and their Deltas or their Deltas and their parents. Wow. Yeah, that happens a lot. You know, you would think a lot of kids go against what their parents are. Right. Got no choice. No, <laughs> like, no choice. But no you never choice. know. There might be something like during their yeah. time of going to school that attracted them to that fraternity and sorority. So that's right. part of the reason why they hey, chose it. Abby got no Blaine choice. Trying to hit us. <laughs> no choice. Like you said, research each one and no, tell me which one you got the like. research. <laughs> me. He got, got his it. tongue out already. He already know the shit. Shay, can you speak to your um probate experience? Um, that shit was lit. Did you yeah, have to shave your head, Shane? He already bald. Yeah, I was already bald. <laughs> oh, you was already. <laughs> I was already bald. So <laughs> that wasn't nothing for me. You know what I'm saying? Oh, did your line brother have all the brothers? Is bald, yeah, 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 yeah. All bald. All of your dad is no, bald. no, no, no. Some of them got hair. Some of them got hair now. No, no, no. Oh, your family, your brothers. Oh yeah, my brother's and brothers. Oh yeah, bald. Brothers. Yeah, yeah, we bald. We bald, bald. Um, so going over. Well, when I crossed, it was um, man, I I, I was uh, I, I I was relieved. I was relieved. I didn't believe it at first. Um, I thought they were pranking me. I thought they were lying. Um, they but, don't tell you. They don't tell oh. you until the day of. Yeah, and I'm like, nah. They're like, you can throw up the hooks. And I'm like, nah, I ain't doing none of that. <laughs> That's <laughs> but, um, dope, was, uh, though. I love that they don't tell you to the day of. Yeah, nah, I feel like the emotion is so much real. Like, when yeah, right. you, know, you really don't know, like, oh, shit, I, I made it. Right. Yeah. Did I, I cry? 
Oh, yeah. I, I didn't cry. I didn't cry. I, I didn't cry. Shane cried. Yes, he did. Nah, I didn't cry. I was like, thank <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>, Lord. Thank <laughs> Lord. Um, Nova. Like, nah, thank Lord. I always say that from, um, from the inside looking out, it can never be explained. From the outside looking in, you'll never understand. Like, it's... It's an experience that's speechless. The only other person that would know and have an idea of what I went through and how I overcame everything was my line brother. Um, and the probate, probate, probate was lit. You know, probate was lit. Everybody came out, you know what I'm saying? Everybody was, you know, lit, surrounded. It's just the love. That's, that's the main thing about, you know, um, the probates. It's a, you know, it's not only you being happy, but seeing your friends and family happy for you. Like it's it's very intense. People surrounding you, you know, people screaming your name. You got to keep your composure because you got to, you know, go through the little show, the routine, the little disses, the little greets, and all that. Like it's crazy. It's like you're almost online all over again. <laughs> like right, you yeah, you it's adrenaline. Up. That adrenaline. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. adrenaline because. It's everything recorded. So if you mess up, <laughs> like that, that thing is recorded. You're like, I can't mess up. I got to make sure I yeah. put on for my line and my people. But yeah. I the, don't the, do that with Omasa ass there. I know she was screaming the loudest. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah uh, it I was, was so many people there, bro. Was, like, was, yeah. I don't even think he heard me, honestly. <laughs> you so literally, there. I don't know. I don't think it is. Like, you literally zone out. And like, the best part is, it's like, it's a long anticipation before you get unveiled. So it's like you just trying to keep it together. <laughs> like, ooh, trying to keep it together. Yes. And as soon as they unveil you, you be like, whoa. That's crazy. And everybody just screaming and yelling, and you just gotta get back composure. It's 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 crazy. It's a crazy and I think yours was in the middle of winter. Was it like January or February? Uh yeah. I was just like, yeah, no, 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 it was actually, we end up having a probate. We couldn't probate in the fall. So we end up having a probate in the springtime. Nah, it was cold outside. I don't know. Uh, it could have been cold. It could have been like March. You know, it could have been, been March. March. It could have been March. Definitely March. I think it was January or February, honestly. Wow, oh, like were you no. were you online? Like, hey, Shay, what is your, your, your are you lying? Like, <laughs> what is your live anniversary, Shane? Right. <laughs> Listen, everybody's process is different. Uh, that's why they ain't get no tears after me after, after I was done. They ain't get, they ain't get not a nothing. <laughs> they ain't get not a nothing from me. I was over. Okay, last question. Because you guys are in the sorority fraternity. Did you guys get names? Yeah. Yeah. Care to share? Well, his, he, he said his name says it. Hey, Master, don't say nothing. What do you think my name is? Oh, his name was oh, it's not, your, not your hat. No, 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 nah, nah, this is oh child, you pulled that hat down like you was trying to show me it was your name. So I'll give you a hint. Double I'm, I'm African. Nigeria? Booty scratcher. It <laughs> better not have been no booty scratcher. Hey, girl, booty yeah, scratcher. I, I was gonna what? think that too, but I ain't wanna say it. Okay. It was a it was an old movie about a shit. Come to America. Oh no, type What what'd you say? Titanic? Titanic? Yeah. Yeah, oh, that's right. 
What is it? Homicide. Yeah, Dom, you're right. Homicide. Okay. All right. No, I'm talking about Titanic. You can't be no damn oh, Titanic. Amistad. <laughs> my, my name was Amistad. My name of my so my name was Amistad. The name of my line was two years later. Read it to it how you want to. Two years later. Wow. <laughs> I take the name. I'm gonna start with Prime. Kalia. <laughs> so my line all had Wu Tang names, like album names. Oh, that's dope. I'm dying. I'm dying. I'm about to be a, I'm about to be a Delta. <laughs> <laughs> Just give me a Wu-Tang name. <laughs> yeah, so mine was cream. Cash rules everything. Everything around me. That's real cute. I love it. Yeah, imagine screaming you out. Cream. What was your line? That's what you used to scream coming out. Your line. The name of my line was Enter the Enter the 36 Chambers. Wow. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. I like yeah. all this. And then yeah. at the probate, we like Wu Tang. Yeah, it was lit. Who Wu-tang. said that? Like, who came up with this? Who was the genius behind this? Like, I, I, I didn't Black know. people. Every line Black people. The line names are, you know. I it love all depends on the, It all depends on who's in charge of you. Wow. Right. And it, yeah, it, it, it goes off their creativity. Right. I'm glad they was creative. Yeah. So I know yeah, some people that- line names can be like crazy. Some people line names you like really. Yeah. Like that drink, that piss drink. Right. Oh. Like somebody <laughs> can give you like a terrible line name. Yeah. Wow. Um, <laughs> so I know Mazda said this is the last, that was the last question, but this is the real last question because we have <laughs> listeners who actually probably thinking about joining. So, like, can you just leave off with telling our listeners and our viewers, like, why? If they're black, <laughs> Greek sororities are, you know, important and why they should join for sororities and fraternities. And your sorority. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. My sorority, Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated principles are sisterhood, scholarship, and service. So if you got the sisterhood down pack and your grades are good um and you the service it's community service mm-hmm. so how my sorority came into play because they always try to play as like the aka is number one you number two well <laughs> we were like the aka's they're not doing much for the community mm. so we had to form our own organization so that's how we came about um so, like I said, when you're joining a sorority, you have to have that community service letter, you know. You have to, um, like Shane said, have a certain GPA, or um, if you went to college, it has to be a certain GPA. <laughs> so, if you're interested in my organization, you will have to have those three principles, sisterhood, scholarship, and service. Thank you, Kalia. You're welcome. I guess for me, um, before I answer that question, I have a quick question for y'all. <laughs> Hold up. We ain't being interviewed. <laughs> <laughs> this is a quick question. Oh, this is a quick question. 
do y'all know who founded, started Black History Month? Oh. <laughs> Black History Month? Wait. Month. I feel like... Month. Who? Black History Cues. Month. The Q's. I feel like we researched this for it one of our Mega Man. Oh, it was a cute. I, I mean, he was clearly because Shane asked us. Right. Hey, <laughs> process <30." of> elimination. <laughs> uh, his name was Dr. Carter G. Woodson. Um, um, what I would say is, it's a shame that we go. It's the same for me. I'll speak from my own personal experience. It's a shame that I went through all of K through 12, um, being taught the public version, public school version of Black history, and not once in any teacher, any curriculum ever bothered to teach us who founded Black History Month and how relevant he was to the Black community. Um, so it took Omega Man to educate me on that, as well as other Black history information. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you can kind of, Tied to you ladies, bring it to light a couple years ago, Juneteenth. Nobody was really talking about it. So um, I'll say with my organization, um, if you're interested in it, um, our principles of manhood, scholarship, perseverance, and up it. Manhood, you're a man before anything. Uh, We're big on that positivity. Scholarship speaks for itself. Um, If you're not an educated man, and it doesn't necessarily mean uh, book smarts, but also knowing your history and knowing, just, you know, where you come from, your community. Uh, perseverance, uh, you, you're, you must persevere with everything through your life. And more importantly, the last one, uplift, uplifting the Black community. Um, we're just big, big, big on taking men and making them greater. Mm. First Black organization to be founded on a Black campus, historical Black campus. And um, H-U, you know, right? H-U, H-U, H-U. Um, but um, before joining any organization, make sure your heart is in the right place and you're doing it for the right reasons and you'll get the best results out of it. Thank you both so much for being on this episode, for giving us all this information. Um, I know some of our listeners are not that fully aware of what, you know, the Divine Nine Greek Lives uh, is all about. But you gave us a lot of information and we're so greatly appreciative. Absolutely. So appreciate that. Y'all from high value women and men is all I'm saying. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. So please um keep sending us your Hey Queens questions. Um if you're you know what if you're interested in being a guest on the episode, you know, DM us. Send us an email. The number the number four hellaqueens at gmail.com. Um keep sharing our uh, podcast, whether it be on YouTube. Or on one of the streaming platforms, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Apple, Spotify. SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Yes. Our first the biggest, the biggest platform. platform. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll be in that one. We get a lot of we our listeners from there. Yes, yes. the beginning. Before we get out of here, so me and Bianca, we always like exit the show. But after we do our little exit can you guys do your um i guess your your call or your chant your chant (laughs) 
like uh please you know what, you know what for us. <laughs> yeah because we came in full throttle all wrong like, <laughs> shit. like this don't even belong to them okay <laughs> so can y'all do that for us go ahead Shane. ladies first Bianca and you're a cute. Go ahead. Go ahead. Wholesome cues. Wholesome cues are gentlemen. You can go first. Bianca B. Kalia Chat. Okay. Bianca. Okay. Gang gang. Ciao.